time. Time now for the Natural Health Show. This is the place. The one and only Natural Health Show. For natural health information and conversation. It's the Natural Health Show. Coming to you in three, two, one. Make the change in your mind. And you make the change in your body. The revolution is personal. It is mind-changing, and it is body-changing. The real revolution is in you, and it starts with taking back control of your mind, your body, and your medicines. And we can help you with that. Hi, Steve Herringer here. This is what you've been listening for. It's the Natural Health Show. This program is an environment, a space. It's a place where all we focus on is natural health and natural healing. Julie Danilik is on the way. She says as a Ukrainian, at Easter, her grandmother would bring her beautifully painted eggs, which she said were a sign of rebirth. Julie explains that eggs should not be considered a villain in the fight against heart disease. She'll have more with the Natural Health Show's nutrition break in about 15 minutes. Also this hour, Dr. Hal Gunn joins us for our research update. He says too little salt can carry health risks. You heard it here first. Hal will explain later this hour. Finally, Dr. Carl M.D. talks prescription meds and how dangerous their side effects can be. Natural remedies, for the most part, don't have side effects, except good ones. Dr. Carl and his thoughts on prescription meds on the way this hour. Of course, health highlights will also be part of this program. By the way, today's show is sponsored by Purica. Purica is making this program possible, and we thank them for their continuing support. Heart health is our topic of conversation, and my guests are no strangers to the Natural Health Show. Holistic nutritionist at Purica, Tanya Ritko, and natural health expert, product formulator, and CEO at Purica, Jason Watkin, are here. Tanya and Jason, so nice to have you back on the show today. Good to be here. Great to have both of you here. Our topic today is heart health. Uh, True, it is no longer February. Heart Health Month, but who cares? Because we should be talking about heart health 12 months of the year. Why? Because almost 70,000 Canadians die every year from heart disease and stroke. Kills more people than all cancers combined. And that's why we are going deep, deep into the heart of the matter of heart health today. I'm going to start with you, Jason. Uh, First, I want to ask you if spring has sprung on that beautiful island you call home. I think so, a long yeah. time ago, actually. A long time ago. <laughs> hills and everything coming up, it's crazy. We're, we run this show in Toronto, you know, and they're digging out just like Montreal yeah. and Ottawa yeah. and everybody else down there. But, we just have uh, rain and The crocuses and are, are, are up and the, the cherry yeah. blossoms are out. Crazy. A lot of music stars have lived yes. and have lived on Salt Spring. I don't know, yeah. it's, it's a big draw, Yeah, that island. I think because you can just start spontaneously singing whenever you want and people will crowd around you. <laughs> And nobody, nobody, well, thinks, nobody anything thinks anything happened. No, Randy Bachman uh, used to live there. I don't, I don't th- I think there, he's yeah. back in... T- yeah. Is he still yeah. there? Valdi, yeah. Bill Henderson from Chilliwack and the Collectors. Yeah. Must be some great weekend hoedowns going on there. I, like All I say, the time. Yeah. And music, music's got to be good for the heart. Absolutely, as long as it's the right type of music. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. it. Yeah. Well, we tend to think of heart disease as something that mainly affects the middle-aged and the elderly. That's where heart disease is usually connected. Yeah. Uh, but what does current research tell us about heart disease? 
So one thing that it's, it's, there's signs of heart disease, even in, in a lot of really young people now, sometimes they can say, well, that's more because they're picking up with increased apparatus, the device they're using. But I think there's, there's signs that there's this increased stress over time is really affecting the youth as well. And then a lot of people didn't really think about the idea that women are just as prone to heart disease, especially in no. the perimenopausal or menopausal years. But it seems to be happening quite a bit younger than people thought. There's some... So why, why would youth be worried about their heart health? For youth, I think this all starts there and it starts to build up over time okay, so, and there's so, certain habits that are happening. Right, right, of course. So so yeah. developing uh, lifestyle habits that aren't so good for your heart and just carrying on until you have uh, reached middle age. Yes. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden some of these issues start showing up. And let's talk about the issues. When, when we refer to heart disease, what are the conditions that, I mean, it seems to be a, quite, a, quite a big umbrella covering a lot of different conditions. What, what would they be? Well, just heart attack itself or angina or some of the symptoms, high blood pressure, cholesterol abnormalities, high homocysteine levels, it's called, or ammonia levels, uh, high hemoglobin, if you're not an athlete, indicates heart damage, congestive heart failure, a lack of pliability, so atherosclerosis, ar- arteriosclerosis, fibrillations, arrhythmias, there's so many different well, things. Well, it works so hard, this little fist-sized muscle. Absolutely. It's got a lot of a lot of things that can go wrong with it, Absolutely. and you just listed them. It's the Natural Health Show here. Steve Herringer along with Jason Watkin and holistic nutritionist Tanya Ritko. Tanya will be joining us next segment. Um, you have mentioned before, Jason, that your dad had major heart surgery. And did that change how you how you looked at your own personal heart health after you saw what your dad was going through? Yeah, I think what it did, because we all got tested 23 years ago. My dad had six bypasses. He had a heart attack on the table. It basically made us all look at what was going on. I seemed to be healthy. The rest of my family seemed to have a lot of issues. So that's when I really got focused on what's going on. And for me, I came back to stress, but also what do you do right now for everything that's happening? Or if that person you know is not going to be able to cope with stress very well. And that's when I started really looking into supplementation for for heart disease. But to you, try to so yeah, and it. and you really lean on stress as being Absolutely. that thing that really affects the heart, huh? the core. I mean, right now we're focused on inflammation, and this is good. Finally, modern medicine is embracing what natural right. medicine. But inflammation comes from damage, and damage comes from inability to cope, which is a stress. So stress is at the root, really, of everything. The ancient systems knew this. Now, so when I ask you the question, what are the causes of cardiovascular disease? You're going to say. A big one is stress. Definitely. And, and, and what other risk factors are out there? I mean, what, what do you look for so, um, that, that, that might give you some sign as to some issues? With, a with a lot of things, heart? even in modern medicine, they see a, a type A personality, which is basically stressed, which a lot of us are actually, even if we don't act that way outer inside. And we tend to make a lot of poor choices when we are in that type of tight, tense kind of state. So if you're taking a lot of different foods, especially hydrogenated or trans fats seem to be highly indicated because they store in your body and they change how the cells behave. So that's why they're really looking at trans fats, making them label that and kind of thing now. Right. High right. sugar. Because sugar, abnormalities in your system caused glycation or damage in your arterial network. And when that happens, there's usually spasm around that damage, cholesterol and fats and minerals and everything build up and cause little plaques. And then over that plaque, the lining will build over top of it, and then it will eventually close off the arteries. To, and it might be to a major organ, might be to your brain, might be to the heart itself. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different things we're doing, but a lot of it has to do with a lot of stress. And then certain chemicals that we're taking in or certain drugs actually can promote 
heart disease. There's and so we're many gonna, factors. And we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Drugs that are trying to deal with yep. a portion of heart disease which yep. and, 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 and causing a lot of other problems. Absolutely. The big eye inflammation you brought yes. up. You know, that's today's uh, health culprit. Yes. Uh, it's the bad guy in so many health uh, conditions. How do we connect heart disease and inflammation? So inflammation at that level, like I said, it is preceded by damage and stress, but at the level of inflammation, the inflammatory response of your own immune system when it's trying to deal with something in your system or damage occurs and it's trying to heal it up, it promotes damage in the surrounding areas. As we're older, there's more and more damage. It's a domino effect. It's a larger area. It's like when you get a bruise. It's small when your child heals fast, but as you get older, the bruise might be a lot larger, takes mm -hmm. longer to heal, beautiful colors form. Inside your arteries, when there's damage that causes inflammation, it has that larger domino effect. And when it does that, it damages the tissue, and then your body tries to heal that up yes. by certain clotting factors involving cholesterol and other things. And then, like I said, then it puts a lining over top of that because unlike if you got a scab on top of your hand and then it heals up, if you have a scab inside your blood vessels and it peels off, you could have a stroke. So your body quickly puts a lining over top okay. of that. And that's why they needed that balloon to try to pump it up because right. you can't just scrape it out. It's already usually been surrounded by a lining. So if inflammation is, is starting somewhere in the body, then you're saying that it kind of has a, a compound effect through the rest of your body. Absolutely. It can move around. You're listening to The Natural Health Show. We believe that we can take back control of our bodies and our minds by becoming our own health detectives. We're back right after Julie Danlick and The Natural Health Show's Nutrition Break. Hello, my name is Julie Danilak, nutritionist and author of Meals That Heal Inflammation and Slimming Meals That Heal. As a Ukrainian, my grandmother gifted me many perfectly painted eggs at Easter and would explain that it was a symbol of rebirth. So why have eggs been touted as a villain in the war against heart disease? The latest science confirms that the buildup of cholesterol in the arteries is actually caused by the damage to the arterial wall from a diet high in sugar and refined flour. Despite popular belief, eggs are actually low in fat, containing less than 5 grams per egg. So enjoy your poached eggs knowing that this 70-calorie, high-protein superfood is actually doing you a world of good. Eggs also contain the antioxidants lutein and zeaxanthin that prevent macular degeneration. Egg yolks contain high levels of vitamin D, improving mood and bone strength. Not to mention that eggs are high in choline, which is a B vitamin that's been shown to reduce inflammation in the body. If you're worried about heart disease, then consider increasing your vitamin C and try on an anti-inflammatory detox. To learn more about the power of healing foods, visit my website at juliedanluck.com. The Natural Health Show's Nutrition Break is brought to you by the Muscle Ache and Pain Solution, MagSense. Hey, this is it, the one and only Natural Health Show, the most listened to natural health radio program in Canada. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're with nutrition expert and product formulator Jason Watkin and registered holistic nutritionist working with Purica, Tanya Ritko. And uh, let's get to Tanya. Let's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, get you into the conversation. Have you done your deep breathing for today to warm up for this interview? Well, maybe I could just start that right now, okay. but no, I'm built. Pretty just chilling here in the Beautiful. Natural Health Show, so okay. feeling pretty good. That's right. Yeah. You've been here before. You know That's what this right. is all about. That's what are you right. talking about? Okay. <laughs> now, speaking of stress, now that would I'm thinking about 
a bit of stress is good, right? right. It keeps you awake. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to see the white caps uh, de-stressed on the field. That's true. You know, I, I don't want to see a, a sports team de-stressed. I want to see them ready to go. So they have mm-hmm. to have a, an element of stress. Even somebody delivering a, a seminar, as you do, for example, right. at health shows, you've got to be yeah, to the top of your game, right? You've definitely to... helps us not be complacent. We've got that little bit of fire, for That's sure. That's right. That's right. And, and so it, it, it um, ebbs and flows. It comes and goes. But when it sticks around, when that stress becomes chronic, that's what we, we have to look at, you know, as a, as a, as a downside. What, what impact does this chronic stress have on our health? That's true. When we have chronic stress, so we're constantly releasing those hormones. So what happens is we have that fight or flight response that our bodies are hardwired with. So our blood pressure increases. Our, um, so that's going up. Our blood is, uh, our heart is having to work harder. So it's, it, that's impacting our heart. And so not only that, uh, or so our blood pressure is increasing, but not only that, stress also, uh, when we're under stress, just think about what we do sometimes. Um, we're, what do we do? What are the, some of the things we do? We, actually, we eat That's right. Lot. And then our digestion is actually slowing down when we're stressed, our digestive enzymes. So a lot of times that's bad. We're not absorbing our okay. food, which can impact our overall health, including our heart health and our blood sugar, which is really important for heart health, overall heart health. So, it, and, and, and again, if that's continually happening, then that beautiful little heart of ours that works so hard anyway, just has to do double work. Yeah. Let's look at the role of diet in heart health as mm-hmm. we're, while we're there. Well, diet's really important because, of course, it fuels everything in our body. And so it's going to be able to, it has to, we have to nourish our bodies. We need to be able to get the vitamins, the minerals, all those things are through our diet that we need to, to get. So that's really important. And the blood sugar is really key with, uh, with our heart, our, keeping those blood sugars under control. You were telling me about your morning smoothie off air here. Yes, and I was. You, you take something that balances your sugar. Yes, yes, actually, uh, if people are Nopal, which has insoluble and soluble fiber, and that's really good. At, How do you uh, spell that? It's N-O-P-A-L. Okay, it's not the yeah. country. No, it's not. Nopal. The has Nopal, yes. Nopal. Nopal, and that's really good. It's prickly pear cactus um, from Mexico, and it actually helps balance the blood sugar. Uh, another thing you can take is actually, uh, it's called fibrolicious, which is inulin from chicory root. So if you're not, a lot of our vegetables, we're going to be able to get that through the fiber through our vegetables and fruits and things like that. But if you need to get a little extra in, right. there's different sources like that that can help you as well. Get balanced. Right. Now, if, if as a nutritionist, what would you consider heart healthy foods to be? Like the everyday mm-hmm. foods that people people eat. Which ones are heart healthy? Which ones are the heart healthy? Yeah. Definitely more plant-based. When you think of some of the biggest mammals like gorillas, uh, there's elephants. They eat off plants, these big, huge mammals. Even yeah. uh, if you think of uh, whales, marine phytoplankton. So a lot of plant-based is really uh, going to help give you the, the fiber. You're getting lots of uh, nutrients. They also have naturally enzymes, so they're easier to digest. Digest, uh, For instance, and they have all the vitamins like magnesium is really good for, for heart health. Broccoli has magnesium. Something that's very underrated is celery, which has potassium. And, and it's gotta, very inexpensive, too. And you got to go organic with that, though, yes, I hear. Yes, organic is going to... it just sucks up the chemicals that might have been sprayed true, on True, it. very good point. Yeah, organic. So look for that number nine, if you're in the in the grocery store, number nine before, as organic or uh, your local farmer's market. So just really looking for organic. And uh, adding, if you're looking at blood sugar control, another thing people can do is actually add a cinnamon to their meal. And they can, right. from 19, they can actually lower the glycemic index of their food by 19 to 29%. 
by, by adding, adding some cinnamon. By adding some cinnamon as well. So what? different things to actually help control your blood sugar and also to get that those those fibers. Yeah, absolutely, and, some mm-hmm. good tips. A look at trending it. news in the world of natural health. Health highlights is uh, on the way in just a few moments. I, I love this from your website, from Purica's website. Avoid defaulting to fast food. I like that term. You don't want to go for that deep fried butter over at the mm-hmm. PNE. Okay, if you want quality food, but you need it fast because mm-hmm. that's, we live in this fast paced world. Yeah. If we want to get that quality food, but we need it fast, what do we do? So if you're doing that, the, the thing that I think is really, if, if you're talking about being at home and doing that, I think prep is really key. I find that if you have, make it so it's a no fail type situation. So in, uh, on Sunday, for instance, have those packages ready to go, the smoothie packages or whatever that you're, you, they, that's just all set out for yourself, like hummus and the hummus maybe, and and some some vegetables, different things that can be ready to go. So that's really thing. If you're eating out and uh, you have to go really quick, there's the smoothie places that you can get things. Right. Uh, sometimes salad bars where you can pick and choose things, so you can eat healthy on the go. But a lot of it is prep work in advance can right. really really. So help. when you're hungry and you open yeah. the fridge. There's going to be something there that's Yeah, you're good. not going to default. It's so easy to yeah. default. So make it so it's a, a no-fail situation so that when you have those... Uh, a good idea. Yeah, some... uh, now, I've got a, kind of a, a broad-based, wide-open question for you now. And, okay. And, and I, I'm just curious on what your take is. How can you integrate a holistic approach to your health if you are on heart medication? So if you already have an issue, mm-hmm. you want to integrate these holistic approaches that we're talking about today... How do you go about that safely? Safely. Okay. Well, there's a few few things. Uh, supplementation can be really helpful as long as it's uh, safe to be taken with medication. Provascan's a good good choice because it does have lots of antioxidants in it. For instance, uh, CoQ10. Uh, as if you are taking heart medication, like especially statins, uh, they actually are. Um, you need to take CoQ10 because they can actually interfere with the production of CoQ10. So right. health authorities actually recommend taking that. So uh, it does help provide different antioxidants and help provide support. Of course, lifestyle. That's a big one. A big one. Big, big one. Being active. That brisk walking, get your blood pumping. Being And if you're if you're not able to walk or do physical, depending on what level you're at, yep, uh, sure. a lot of times even actually people like, a pedometer or they have it on their their phone gives them that little bit of boost it's very popular right now yes uh, uh swimming as well it's easy on the joints one thing and of course we talked about nutrition fiber keeping your blood sugar under control is is important and as well as um you know what laughing Laughing is really important in positive outlook. Yeah, laughing is really important. And they've actually done studies about lowering cortisol levels, through, <laughs> believe it or not. And it just um, positive outlook. When you have a positive outlook, you're going to be more inclined to make healthier choices. That's right. So just tell yourself, get positive, right? And be, that's be a little a, bit of work, right? Uh, it sometimes, is. sometimes just to it's remind not. yourself to be positive. But, but even if you're not feeling it, just to say it to yourself, maybe. You know, Fake just it try till you make it. Dra- that's it. Drag <laughs> yourself into the positive side. Yeah. Kicking and screaming. Time now for the Natural Health Show's Health Highlights. We will be back with more from Jason and Tanya in just a moment. It's a hand-picked, free-range, not from concentrate, organically digitized, original program. It's the one and only Natural Health Show. 
Health Highlights is a look at trending news in the world of natural health. Health Highlights is sponsored by Vista Magazine. They are Canada's organic lifestyle magazine, and we thank them for being part of the Natural Health Show every weekend. Here are five foods to boost your gut health. That's what we're talking about today. It's actually important because we have said this many, many times, 80% of our immune cells are found in the gut. We've got to eat right and protect those immune cells in our gut. A lot of this information comes to us from Desiree Nielsen, who is a regular guest here on The Natural Health Show. Donna is here today to help me with this list. Honey is at the top of the list of good foods to boost your gut health. It's the latest scientific darling honey is when it comes to gut health. Desiree says studies have found honey may help be effective in helping repair gut cells and fight inflammation because of its phytochemicals. And Steve, research suggests heating honey can deteriorate its healthy effects. Spread unpasteurized honey on whole wheat toast or eat a single spoonful daily. How about those fermented foods for gut health? Fermented foods like kefir, kombucha, kimchi, and sauerkraut help to support a healthy community of bacteria in our gut. And again, heating kills live bacteria. These foods should be eaten raw. Desiree says you can make sauerkraut in three days. All you need is cabbage, salt, and a really clean jar. Boosting your gut health with these foods. How about soothing foods like oatmeal, peppermint, and ginger? They're all great for soothing a sore gut. Desiree suggests a strong cup of peppermint tea using two or three tea bags. You can also make a tasty ginger tea by steeping grated ginger. And we've heard about probiotics. How about prebiotics? What do asparagus, bananas, onions, garlic, tomatoes, and Jerusalem artichokes have in common? Well, they are prebiotics. Prebiotics help the growth of beneficial gut flora. They are the food of probiotics. And you don't have to worry about heating prebiotics. Cooked or raw, they keep their full prebiotic benefits. Don't forget pumpkin seeds. They're high in zinc, an important nutrient for digestive enzyme production and immune system function. Buy your seeds raw to ensure freshness. Eaten raw or briefly roasted, they make a great portable snack or can be used in trail mix, energy bars, and or in salads. This slice of reality comes to us from Jackie Middleton and Desiree Nielsen for Canadian Living Magazine. Thanks, Donna. Thank you, Steve. The Natural Health Show's Health Highlights is sponsored by Vista Magazine, Canada's organic lifestyle magazine. Ask for Vista Magazine at your local natural health store. We're back with more in just a moment. You know the revolution continues as we search for the ways and means of taking back that control over our food, our bodies, our minds, and of course our healing. You're listening to The Natural Health Show with Steve Herringer. I'm here with Jason Watkin and Tanya Ritko. Heart health is our topic today. Over to you, Jason. Uh, now, you're a healthy guy. You look healthy. I mean, I don't know how healthy you are, but you look, you look good, okay? Let me ask you this. What physical sign manifesting itself in your body would make you think that you were having a heart attack and you better call 911? You're a healthy guy. You're trim. Yeah. What would in a hypothetical sense, trigger you to go and say, oops, I'm having a heart event. I got to call 911. Yeah. So the obvious one obviously is pain in the chest. And a lot of people mistake heartburn or, you know, reflex for 
a heart attack. Sometimes even they're taking a supplement for their heart or a drug and they think it's because they didn't swallow properly and it caused pain. That's obvious. But sometimes if the pain radiates up your neck or your back or through your, especially your left arm, you start to get concerned. Also, if things that people don't usually think about is if you feel nauseated or lightheaded or dizzy or you have cold sweats or things like that, those can be signs actually that you're having an event right there and then. And for me, I like, uh, if, if, if I was worried about having a heart attack or I had some type of predisposition or familial, I would carry a magnesium liquid supplement in the car and at home. Oh, yeah. They used to inject magnesium. It'll help to relax off the vessels really quick. And then right away, practice before, look at your breath because you can see if it's faster and you can just relax, just look at it. It'll slow down. So those two things, take as much magnesium as you can and it relaxes off the smooth muscles so it can decrease your blood This would be a supplement you could take uh, with water. In a liquid it has to be because it's got to be quick. And just keep it in your car. It lasts forever and then keep some around the house or your work just so you know that you can right away decrease your blood pressure immediately just by utilizing that. And 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 then you're saying be aware of your breath. Of your breath. And try to calm your breath Slow it down and then the blood pressure decreases. This will will, uh, calm your heart down. Yeah. And the blood pressure goes down because it doesn't need to push blood out to the muscle so it relaxes. And so then you get blood pressure drop, which obviously is helpful if you're having an event. Now, people who would have this tightness in the chest and and maybe tingling in the arm, could it come and go? I mean, uh, you know, maybe it's something that happens, you know, once in a while. Sure. uh, And this could be attributed to something going on in your heart. Yes, Uh, it could be a mild event. Yeah. And then it could and so it could come and go. Yeah. And you, you hardly even notice it. Yeah. And then people don't pay attention because they think, oh, it was just something strange. But if you, if you have that worry at all, maybe you should get checked out when it's just at a low. Because sometimes people have mild heart attacks. They didn't even know they had right. heart attack. Then they build up over time. The heart gets more and more stressed. So they're more likely to have another heart attack, which is usually larger. So right away, if you have any kind of strange event that has these symptoms, mm-hmm. look it up in the Mayo Clinic, the different symptoms of a heart attack. It's good to have them with you. Yes. Even so your spouse knows as well what's going on with your children. Okay, Tanya, let's get over to you mm-hmm. and I. We, 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 Jason and I slightly covered this just a bit earlier on, and that is the difference uh, between men and women and their mm-hmm. symptoms of heart attack. Tell me right. about those. Right. As Jason mentioned about uh, the gripping heart, you know, uh, chest pain or elephant feeling like it's on your chest as well as cold sweats and elevated irregular heartbeat as well. But women can experience more subtle signs, so they don't maybe necessarily recognize it. And some of those can be uh, if arm, down their arm, they can have pain down their uh, back, their neck, their jaw. So they can also, um, a shortness of breath, maybe nausea, lightheadedness. Oftentimes there's actually extreme fatigue, and that can be a few days prior even. Uh, they can have show signs of fatigue. A lot of times, have you heard the saying, you know, uh, die of embarrassment? You know, that's sort mm-hmm. of something you say, oh, I felt like I was going to die of embarrassment. And actually, you know, sadly, that is true. You, a lot can, of, die you, know, of you can die of embarrassment. Well, you can die of embarrassment because you don't actually go in and get checked because you're too right. embarrassed yes, to, to, to go and see in case it was me. just heartburn or something like that. But if you're, but we both, we all know our bodies the best. So if something isn't right, just go get checked out, go, go, go see a doctor and go make sure that Nothing else is Well, this, uh, more this leads me to my next question. And that is, when you realize how big heart disease is in North America, being the number one killer, why do you think people don't take heart disease more seriously? You know, uh, Maybe it is partially this embarrassment thing. You, know, uh, you just can't believe that this would happen. 
True. And unless, like you said, unless something happens, we don't necessarily act on it. Like, uh, it, for instance, with c cancer, people think of cancer more than some heart disease necessarily. Yes. And often the, the issue is it's, it's silent and sudden. So we don't necessarily do the preventative measures that we really would be good for all of us to do, especially late 30s, starting you know, from 40 on, really all along our, you know, our, during our life, but particularly during those times, it's important. Women in their older years yes. are more susceptible to the heart attack than in their earlier years yes. because they're being protected with, with estrogen. estrogen. That's correct. Yeah. So after after 50, after menopause, it's really uh, important. And also people with, you know, of course, type 2 diabetes as well. So right. Okay. Really You're with a Natural Health Show. Thanks for being part of the program today. Still to come, our research update from Inspire Health and Dr. Hal Gunn. Jason, let's talk about uh, supplementation and cardiovascular health. What can supplements do to protect our, our heart health? Yeah, so number one, if your heart's overworking, because it may have had some damage or you have a predisposition or familial tendencies, then you need things to actually increase its ability to function in the energy cycles. CoQ10 is a huge one for that because there's also other issues we'll get into with the statins. But controlling blood sugar is a huge, huge thing. Diabetes, you already are predisposed to the cardiovascular conditions. So that's and heart super disease. connected then. Unbelievably Blood connected. And, and heart health. It causes, like I say, glycation, which is basically damage to the linings. And then your body's trying to heal it. That causes inflammatory issues, damage, uh, closing off and constriction, hearts overworking. Blood sugar is huge and stress causes high blood sugar. So the more you stress, high blood sugar, excessive coffee drinking or stimulants cause high blood sugar. Your body has to do something with it. A lot of damage is occurring. Uh, other things is controlling homocysteine. And that's something called trimethylglycine, folic acid involved in that, is controlling a compound that gets high, modern medicine accepts, it can cause damage. Uh, ammonia levels from damage occurring to your heart, you've already have heart or overtraining, to control the ammonia levels. They have something that the French developed a long time ago. It's called alpha-ketoglutaric acid. And that actually will absorb up the ammonia. That's why athletes use it, but it also absorbs it up so that it doesn't damage you in your system. Well, I always connected uh, blood sugar with food. Like yeah. the, the, your, your blood sugar balance is dictated by what you're putting in your body. Yeah. Is that true? It, it, that's I, mean, part, that's, I guess that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, it's eh? part of it. And most of it has to do, though, that is the fluctuations in the blood sugar up yeah. and down when you feel so that dive later. So what makes them fluctuate? That's almost all stress. Almost okay. every bit of that, whether it be induced by something you're taking that's causing a stimulating stress, and then your body has to recoil and come down. Otherwise, it could damage the brain, the high sugars, if you don't use them up with your muscle. Or it's because you're stressing, and your body thinks you want to fight or run, even if you're just mad at the computer. So it's picking up that blood sugar for energy for the muscle, and then you're not using it. So it floats in the blood vessels, causes damage, damages your vision, damages your blood vessels, damages your heart. And then all the other things start coming that you're, that you're more worried about, the disease. I was looking up the biggest selling pharmaceutical drugs in the world and found a cholesterol-lowering drug is in the top four. And they're a class of drug called statins. And we, yes. we have heard that word just a few times so far at this program. I know they, they, they come with a host of side effects, I have learned, that would really take... These side effects would take more than we have time in this program to just read what they are, not even discuss them. Tell me about statins. I would go against things right now. If you look up the current data, 
This is a whole thing that we've brought that cholesterol is this or cholesterol is this. Don't eat the cholesterol. The amount of cholesterol you can take in your diet compared to how much is produced in your body when you're stressed because they're built from cholesterol as a backbone. Stress is, there's so much more cholesterol built from that. But that's not even the issue. There's many, many, many different breakdowns of even the low density to very low de density, lipoprotein A, apoprotein, all these things. And the Danes, when they did this release a long-term study, they don't agree with the, most of them with the cholesterol hypothesis. Right. And they even went to show that people that had the cholesterol reduced too much with the drugs had more a higher risk of dying from the heart attack when they had it. So there's this is up in the air. Things are changing. You yeah, should well, look, because they're, they're pretty dangerous. I mean, this is what I've, I've been hearing from yeah. others. Statins, I mean, they do have a psychoactive effect yeah. on people as well. Lessening of memory. It's, and it's and uh, um, muscle pain. Yep. Lots of side effects. I know. And so you talk to your doctor. I'm not saying go off your statins, no, but, but I've never been one that really bought into that myself personally. And I feel that people need to do more research on, as to what's happening right now, even in mainstream, in particular in Scandinavia, and see some of the data there. Yeah. Show it to your doctor. Be your own yeah. health detective. Exactly. Tanya, I know antioxidants are important for our health. In what way would antioxidants prove important for our for our heart health of course uh antioxidants protect all of our our cells so that's going to help us with our heart health as well or the energy production of our our cells the mitochondria they help protect our whole cardiovascular system so they're really key and important for our general health but heart health in particular as well and we want to be able to of course eat uh, uh, foods that are very high in antioxidants. High in antioxidants. So a good or way to supplement with antioxidants. Yeah, both both can be really helpful. Uh, foods, if you think rich in color, uh, colorful plate, that's always a good way of thinking. Lots yeah. of antioxidants and supplements like there's uh, coenzyme Q10, which you talked about, helps uh, protect the cell's energy factory, the mitochondria. We have shaga, which is extremely, it's a medicinal mushroom, extremely rich in antioxidants and helps with oxidative stress. Alpha lipoic acid helps is an antioxidant. It also helps with blood sugar regulation as well. So, so there's lots. So out there's there. lots out there in ways. So a combination of both is is a really good way of protecting your heart. A registered holistic nutritionist with Pura Catania Ritko is here along with nutrition expert and product formulator Jason Watkin. You're with the Natural Health Show. I'm Steve Herringer. Let's get to our research update now from Inspire Health. Hi, I'm Hal Gunn, a physician at Inspire Health. Did you know consuming too little salt may increase health risks? Contrary to conventional medical wisdom, a recent study showed that both too much and too little salt consumption might carry health risks. A research marker for salt intake is the amount of sodium found in the urine. It was discovered that both a high and low level of sodium in urine were associated with an increased risk of cardiovascular death and hospitalization for heart disease. Inspire Health recommends a balanced approach to a healthful diet. The standard North American diet is too high in salt, especially the hidden salts in processed foods. Modest salt intake is appropriate for most of us. At Inspire Health, we recommend sea salt, which contains important trace elements. For more research on integrative cancer care, Please check Inspire Health's free online research information system at inspirehealth.ca. 
The Natural Health Show's research update is presented by Inspire Health. Investigate inspirehealth.ca. I have a $100 natural health gift basket to give away. Compliments of our sponsor this hour, Purica. The 12th caller at 1-855-333-8647 to say, I listen to the Natural Health Show. Revolution is today's winner. The number again, it's toll free, 1-855-333-8647. Back with more in just a moment. Hey, it's all about taking back control of our own health and our own healing the natural way. Welcome back to The Natural Health Show. Steve Herringer here. We're going to talk with Jason uh, Watkin for a moment again and staying with these, these antioxidants just for a moment, Jason. Tell me about coenzyme Q10. We, you mentioned it earlier, uh, and I think it's a, a, there's a connection with dealing with statins and, and taking coenzyme Q10. Yeah, it is absolutely essential. Your body produces it normally for the heart's function. The heart requires a lot of energy. If you don't have enough of it, the heart overworks, and that's what can cause stress, that's what can cause damage. And statins, the cholesterol-lowering drugs, they inhibit an enzyme called HMG coenzyme A reductase, which is also involved in the production of CoQ10. So by inhibiting that enzyme, you, you may be inhibiting cholesterol production, but you're also inhibiting an essential nutrient that's involved in heart's function. So if that, that, that can show you how it could and another muscle function as well. So some of the issues with muscle damage and weakness that can be caused by the statins are to do with the coenzyme. So you would cycle. suggest to uh, supplement with coenzyme. Absolutely. And a lot of cardiologists absolutely agree. They tell right. their clients, and even the drug companies when they're originally making them, they, want, they were applying to put CoQ10 with the statins, but the regulators at the time wouldn't let them because it's, it's a different way that you regulate. You could putting two things together that are active. They don't do that. Yeah. So that's why it didn't make it through. That's why policy is big. Exactly. Policy, policy dictated, huh? That's right. Uh, just a quick uh, uh, aside. Uh, you were talking about this uh, uh, Danish study. Yes. About statins. Yeah. And and just tell me about quickly about the conclusions they came up. Yeah. With. So they, they it's only they, about a year old now. That yeah, study. it just came out a few months ago. So I heard it on the radio, and uh, they don't really agree with our whole philosophy about cholesterol. And there's a lot of people even in the West that are finding abnormalities and trying to refine that data because damage comes before but they did show that more people uh when you have a heart attack like i said uh you're more likely to die if your cholesterol is too low which is really interesting and then other things that we already know about memory because you need higher levels of ldl cholesterol as we age to support memory so if you lower it too much then your memory's mm-hmm. going and nobody wants to lose memory already <laughs> and then you have a psychoactive component of that's of, right of, of, of uh, controlling uh, your cholesterol through pharma. So you got to be very careful. So I'm in the sauna at the White Rock Community Center, and this guy randomly starts talking to me about this newest discovery he made called, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly or not, Chaga or Chaga. So I go home, I look it up. Wow, known by the Siberians as the gift from God and the mushroom of immortality. The Japanese call it the diamond of the forest and the Chinese deem it king of plants. Now, the Asians, they know their plants. They know their herbs. They know their mushrooms. Uh, Tell me about chaga, C-H-A-G-A. So it grows on trees and birch. It grows in in really cold climates too. And it is... On live trees. On live trees. It actually can protect a tree so it doesn't die. It can actually support the tree. In, in the north, in Siberia, in different climates, they actually drink it instead of coffee, and they live 
10 to 15 years longer than their counterparts in the same hemisphere, which, I mean, there's a lot of factors, but still, it is the most powerful antioxidant-rich substance that they know of on the planet. It's so, so, so far beyond blueberries and all these fancy things you have. And if you take it, it also, the Soviets found that it's the number one thing to help your body and mind cope with stress. So this is absolutely essential. Not only is it an antioxidant protecting all your tissues, your heart and blood vessels and everything else in your body, it's actually helping you, mind and body, cope with stress better so that you don't have blood sugar rises and all the things that come with stress and you feel more relaxed and you can ease up much more simply. So it's, it's one of the number one things that you could integrate into a diet if you have any concerns with cardiovascular disease, but also just aging. It's an anti-aging substance. Now, is it, is it an antioxidant? That's the the key to this mushroom. And it's an adaptogen. It has other compounds in it that help your body basically to relax, stay in a more parasympathetic state. And they don't understand how the mushrooms do this, but they're so far beyond anything else, plants and other things included, that uh, it's really coming at full force now in the West. The East has always known that mushrooms are the top of the heap in their traditional medicines. Right. You're listening to the one and only Natural Health Show. Okay, Tanya, we always like to talk about your diet. Because you're a nutritionist, and I know that you used to eat meat, and then you got off the meat bandwagon, and then you then onto the fish, and then now you're not on you're not onto fish now. And are you a vegan? I I, I do eat eggs. You eat yeah, eggs. I do eat eggs. Yes. So, yes. Uh, you but you don't eat fish. You don't eat meat. You don't eat anything with a face or eyes or anything like that. <laughs> I, you know, I feel best for me. I feel best on a plant-based diet. So, right. and, and that takes some planning and making sure it's, it's, it, things are a gradual process to make sure you're doing things correctly. Cause you can be vegan or vegetarian or meat eater and be completely unhealthy. So it's all about <laughs> balance and, and doing things all about moderation and balance. Really. And then finding what, what, exactly. uh, what is right to eat. And, and um, if we're at a restaurant, for example... How do you fit uh, what's on the menu? Does it very often ever fit into your uh, what you eat? You know, I think that restaurants have actually been doing a better job at uh, listing about heart-healthy options and nutritional information. So I have to give some credit to the restaurants. They are doing better. But there's no doubt that eating at home, you're going to be able to control things that you're yeah. not going to at the restaurants, like hidden sugars, all those things that are hidden. But there's different things that you can do. And it's it's all about small choices. Instead of choosing, if you can have brown rice instead of white rice, if you're looking on a menu, instead of uh, doing you know, do steamed, broiled or grilled as opposed to fried, crispy, sautéed or stuffed, you know, those kind of things. If you're going to, instead of having fries, have a salad and put maybe the dressing on the side and have more avocado, you know, like, so all those little things are cumulative and they, for overall health. So it's just about being aware and And don't be afraid to ask the the waiter to to do some substitutions. That's true. And they're a lot more willing and people are a lot more, uh, there are a lot more picky people out there. So I I think (laughs) the restaurants are are getting used to it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Jason, let's do a wrap up of our conversation today. And again, just talk about some of the things that you know people should be aware of when, when dealing with their heart health and, and what some uh, supplementation is going to help us you know, reach our goal of uh, having a healthy cardiovascular system. Yeah, so I think obviously I'm going to say stress, but it is key because blood sugar seems to be the number one factor that's inducing a lot of the damage in your system. So getting control of blood sugar, they know that, like I said, with diabetes. When I, I equate stress with high blood pressure, yeah. not high cholesterol, Yeah. but stress affects cholesterol. Yeah, and stress hormones are built typically from cholesterol as a back. So they're cycling in your system. More stress hormones driving up, 
the more you have the cholesterol building up with some of the hormones and it's driving the sugar up to, to run that fight or flight response when you're only just mad at your computer, like I said, or right. you're just inside, you're irritated or worried about something. So blood sugar is huge. And then all the damage is already accumulated, causing ammonia bursts. And then there's homocysteine that comes up and all these reactive oxygen species or free radicals, like exhaust you're producing of a car in your body. You need antioxidants to neutralize those. So the two things, if you control blood sugar and stress, that's adaptogens. Compounds, mushrooms are the top of the heap for dealing as an adaption to help your body deal with stress, keep the blood sugar low, and then antioxidants to mop up all the damage that's occurred and to deal with inflammation and everything else that's occurred. So it's a really broad spectrum approach when you control blood sugar, stress, damaging compounds, and and all that, and just basically ease up. I ease think up you, on yourself, you got to ease right? up a bit. Otherwise, you're, if you're tense, whenever you're tense and not at ease, you're producing those responses that are damaging your arteries and your heart. I love having you two guys in here. We always have such great conversations. <laughs> it's always great to have a sit down with both of you, Jason and Tanya. Thanks so much for taking time out today and, and joining us in studio. Thank you. We enjoy Steve. it. Thank you. Thanks a lot. This is the Natural Health Show, where every time we hit the air, we make a point of bringing our listeners the views and opinions of top-notch natural health practitioners. We are taking back control of our health one program at a time, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this one. I'm Steve Herringer. My guests have been Purica's holistic nutritionist, Tanya Ritko, and CEO and product formulator at Purica, Jason Watkin. Back with final messages right after the Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies. Time now for the Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies. A look at current research-based therapies that are making a difference. Radical Remedies is brought to you by Vitarock.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Carl, Medical Director at VitaRock.com. Drugs and their side effects, it's a big topic. The three most common medications used in our society are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications, in short, NSAIDs, like ibuprofen and Tylenol, statins for lowering cholesterol and antidepressants. The most concerning side effects of NSAIDs taking over a prolonged period of time are stomach and intestinal ulcers, as well as liver damage, especially from Tylenol. Statins can cause muscle damage, leading to the release of a substance called myoglobin, which is very toxic to the kidneys. The antidepressants from the SSRI family, such as Prozac, can cause a myriad of side effects like nausea, vomiting, drowsiness, sleep disturbances, weight gain, decreased libido, and suicidal thoughts. Other antidepressants can cause serious heart rhythm disturbances, blurry vision, memory impairment, and constipation. These are the most serious potential side effects of these medications, but keep in mind that the list is much more extensive if you include the less serious side effects, which may also bring substantial discomfort. Obviously, it makes sense to look for natural remedies, which are much safer and cause little or no side effects. So here are my recommendations. Turmeric and ginger are both excellent anti-inflammatory and thus anti-pain medications. Fiber, garlic, and oyster mushrooms are excellent in lowering cholesterol. A low-fat diet and exercise are also essential in keeping cholesterol at bay. And St. John's wort and certain strains of medical cannabis have been shown through numerous studies to be effective for depression. Of course, keep in mind that the over-the-counter and prescription medications I mentioned may be helpful, but they should be the last resort. 
not the first. I'm Dr. Carl, MD. The Natural Health Show's Radical Remedies is brought to you by Vitarock.com. Thanks to special guests, registered holistic nutritionist Tanya Ritko, and natural health expert and product formulator Jason Watkin. Thanks also to our sponsor this hour, that is Purica. Purica has made this hour possible, and we want to thank them for helping us bring this show to air this weekend. The usual suspects have helped us put the show together, producers Pat Glover and John Rothorn, and my lovely program co-creator, and that is Donna. You can revisit this and all of our past programs by simply visiting our website. It is thenaturalhealthshow.ca. You can find us on iTunes by going to the iTunes store and doing a search for The Natural Health Show. Podcasts are free, so take a look for us on iTunes. We're also on Facebook and YouTube with our Natural Health Minutes. So look for us online. You'll also find our Natural Health Minutes on City TV in Toronto and in Vancouver. Hey, we're there and we're waiting for you. Of course, you can always connect with us at info at thenaturalhealthshow.ca. If you'd like to learn more about our show or about our guests, please don't hesitate to connect. Again, info at thenaturalhealthshow.ca. We'll get that done. Join us next weekend when we talk intestinal bowel support. Hey, somebody's got to talk about our inner workings. We do that all the time. We have a special new first-time guest with us. Her name is Dr. Sarah Selleck, and I'm looking forward to meeting her next weekend. You know, it's all good every weekend right here. The revolution continues. Be well and be back next time for more of The Natural Health Show. I'm Steve Herringer. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to remind yourself today of all those good things you've done and continue to do to make this world a beautiful place. You make valuable contributions each and every day. And of course, you know and I know that you're extremely good looking and you are what makes this show go. Thank you. Next time.